The first lesson this morning comes to us from Psalm 25, verses 1 through 10. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. O my God, in you I trust. Do not let me be put to shame. Do not let my enemies exalt over me. Do not let those who wait for you be put to shame. Let them be ashamed who are wantonly treacherous. Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all day long. Be mindful of your mercy, O Lord, and of your steadfast love. For they have been from of old. Do not remember the sins of my youth or my transgressions. According to your steadfast love, remember me. For your goodness sake, O Lord... Good and upright is the Lord, therefore he instructs sinners in the way. He leads the humble in what is right, and he teaches the humble his way. All the paths of the Lord are steadfast love and faithfulness for those who keep his covenant and his decrees. And from the gospel lesson this morning, as it comes to us from Luke 21, 25 to 36. There will be signs in the sun, the moon and the stars, and on the earth distress among nations, confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing near. Then Jesus told them a parable. Look at the fig trees and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words, my words will not pass away. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life and that day does not catch you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. This is the word of God for the people of God. God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. I know know that there are some of you uh, this morning, if not all of you, that have the type of memory I'm going to speak of. 
It was over 50 years ago. But I still remember it like it was yesterday. Dad had been gone for a little while, about over a month, and he'd, he'd been promoted. He'd been promoted, and we were getting ready to move again from Roanoke, Virginia, to Indianapolis, Indiana. A new town, a, a new neighborhood, a new schools, new, new friends. I was hoping for a new golf course. There would be plenty of new sports teams to play with that I would play on basketball and baseball teams and new team members. The big question at hand was, could I keep my beloved Detroit Tigers and Philadelphia Phillies as baseball teams? Or would I be looking at having to switch alliances to the teams that were popular in Indianapolis? They didn't have any pro football back then, and only a semi-pro baseball team that supported those dreaded Cincinnati Reds. However, they had lots of college sports. Oh, they loved their college sports. They loved their basketball. They loved their basketball, and I knew I had to be careful about any alliances that I would show to my Michigan Wolverines. You can laugh. The calendar had the day circled on which the day that dad would come back. It was, it was a day of hope. It was, it was going to be a great day. It was an expected day. It was an exciting day. Maybe he could come back and we would have some catch. Maybe we could play some hoops on the driveway. Maybe even he would take me to play a round of golf. I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait, and it was a great day when Dad returned. What, what I remember yet today, what I remember today is Dad's aroma. It was Old Spice. Yeah, my, my grandfather father wore it. My dad wore it. I even wear it. I don't know if my kids wear it. My grandfather wore this aroma. It was familiar. And dad, dad, when he came home, brought a gift. He showed me a dozen Sunoco logo golf balls. And he gave me a sleeve. He gave me a sleeve. I thought I'd died and gone to heaven. Dad returned and it changed everything. It was good again. It was a great day. Jesus' brother Jude wrote about the return of Jesus as the judgment of the great day in his epistle. As we read the text today, I, I believe it does reflect a great day. A great day. Think about it. Think about this day. Think about it. It's going to be like no other. It'll come with a loud voice, a shout, a roar. Yes, a roar. A roar of a lion. The prophet Jeremiah said, The king of kings will roar from on high. I imagine many times louder than that MGM lion. Perhaps the sound of the mighty Niagara Falls. 
but many times louder. Jesus' voice will be like the rushing waters, according to John in Revelation and in today's text. Imagine, imagine the sound, a roar like Professor, Professor Dumbledore in Harry Potter at the lake when he's trying to get everyone's attention. Remember, he, he took his wand and put it up to his throat and roared. Perhaps it's the same voice that Jesus used to call out Lazarus when he roared, Lazarus, Lazarus, come out. And he did. And only Lazarus came out. Can you imagine the shaking corpses of those with Lazarus? Can you imagine the shaking of people when we hear the mighty roar of the Son of God? The dead will be awakened and they will come out by name. The roll call, if you would, by Jesus that thunderous voice, that booming roar that will wake the dead and trigger the sounds of heaven to erupt, the trumpets to sound, and the angels and the archangels to gather and take up their appointed positions, the call to gather the children of God into the great congregation. Can you imagine the untold numbers, 70 times 7, 10,000 times 10,000, and billions of billions dispersed by the sound of Jesus' voice. The voice of God. The creator of all the heavens and the earth and all that's in it. The omnipotent God. I imagine in the voice of a blue angel fighter taking off from an almost vertical takeoff, commanding for the battle to commence and the saving to begin. Everyone from Lake City, Florida, to Anchorage, Alaska, to Sydney, Australia, to Paris, France, to London, England, all of humanity gathered together before him. Sheep on his left, goats, on his right, and in a flash, those that have died will be raised forever, and those that are living will be transformed, mortal bodies into immortal bodies, according to Paul. When the trumpet sounds, that's it. When the trumpet sounds, that's it. God recreates the world where every speck of sin will be eradicated Nothing will be contaminated by it. Nothing will be polluted by it. Nothing defiled by it. Everything wiped clean and made pure. Everything sanctified and made holy. All this uproar. But it pales. But it pales to the crowning of the King of Kings the Prince of Peace, the Lord of Lords, and the seating on the great throne. Billions of voices will shout out in unison about Jesus. The coronation will take place, and Paul tells us as he echoes Isaiah 45 that his name will be shouted, and that when the name of Jesus is heard on that great day, 
Every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. The new neighborhood, the new neighborhood will be magnificent. In fact, God, God will have moved into the new neighborhood, affirming that He is our God and we are His people. Our God is the source and object of hope. Our hope. Our hope is focused on God, our Savior, and on Christ Jesus, who is our hope. Hope that is to be our very focus. Friends, you and I can't afford to take our eye off the prize. We cannot be distracted. We must be on guard because evil will try to throw us off our game. Yes, throw us off our game. Jesus tells us to be on guard so that our hearts are not weighed down with the worries of this life and that the day catch us unexpectedly like a trap. Yeah, like a trap. They're, they're, that's what distractions are. He calls us to be diligent in our faith, constant in our ministries, and strong in our commitment to the tasks that he calls each and every one of us to. As I sat writing the sermon for today, I reflected on how these days we live in can be so difficult, confusing, saddening, saddened by conflict amongst each other, saddened by the separation, saddened by dysfunction, the shaking of our heads. In fact, in fact, this week when, when someone came to visit me in my office, as he was leaving my office, he, he shook his head. He shook his head. What is this world coming to? What is this world coming to? God responds to our call this time. God responds to our words this time. I will give you the great day. And on that great day, we will see the face of Jesus and look into his eyes and behold the voice that uttered that roaring command. And yet, in all the mightiness, all the omnipotence, all the magnificence, all the roaring, Jesus will step off of his throne and wipe away every tear from our eyes. Yes, he will touch our tears. He won't swipe us down or away. Jesus will run his thumb on our cheek and gently smile, comfort us, and we will be with him in paradise forever. I bet he even wears Old Spice. Amen.
Hello, this is Pastor Ken Goodrich, and I'm humbled that you took the time to listen to this podcast. I pray that the Holy Spirit moves you to ministry and that if you don't have a church home, that you are able to find one. Please feel free to tune in on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 12.20 p.m. for our Bible studies, on Thursdays at 10 a.m. for our Learning Center courses, and of course on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. for our worship. Just go to fpclc.org to see all our various programs and events. Thanks again, and God bless you and keep you safe. May God embrace you and keep you in his countenance. Peace.